Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for coming to another podcast. Um, today's episode is called Toxic Kalani 101. And fun fact, I just heard that song today. Never heard it before in my entire life. But I think it fits the episode very well. And my co-host. Keaton. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hope all is well. Hope all is well. Tune into this uh, special um, you know, an exciting topic that we got going on for you today. So growing up, there was two movies that I really, really, really loved. Uh, well, there's multiple, but these two stand out for this uh, topic. I fell in love with Love and Basketball. Mm. That movie, it's just amazing. Everybody just related to you just now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Love and Basketball. Right, I could I could say mm-hmm. all the lines like Ratings. that's how much I love that movie. Yeah. is It's just amazing, mind you. I couldn't relate to it because the first time I seen it, I was in grade six. I don't know if y'all remember when when you got that box, that black box, and you had like Showtime or whatever. But one of the channels was playing it, and I started watching it right before they go to the spring fling, and I love that movie. Wow. Love it. Came out in two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. That's how old that movie is. And even if you watch it now, Omar Epps and Sanaya Lathan look so young. Damn. Yeah. And another movie that came out earlier than that, but I didn't watch it until I hit my 20s, was Love Jones. And Love Jones is like the epitome of black, neocentric type of vibe that was happening in the 90s in the States. A lot of poetry, a lot of blah, blah, blah. You know, it's a really good movie. And, like, let's be real. Let's be real. The characters? What's their real name? Nia Long and... What's this guy's name? Tate? Tate. Was it, was it Tate? It was Tate. No, what's his real name? In the in the movie or his real name? No, his real, real name. Oh, man. Anyways, he'll come back with the facts for that one. But, um... They just just blended so well together in that movie. But one thing that stand, uh, stands out about those two movies is their relationships were toxic as hell. There was nothing about either one relationship that I ever want to say, you know what? I learned and I'm going to use that in real life. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. You know, what's, you know what's also a good movie that we didn't really uh, talk about? What? Um... Or I don't think we'll address here, but maybe we could. Uh, Brown Sugar. Was it? Well, yeah. Brown Sugar yeah. was a really good movie. Brown Sugar was toxic in terms of, like, the character itself. The characters themselves. Tay Diggs and Sinai Lathan again. And another classic. Um, I just feel... Is it just me now that you're saying a whole bunch of movie? Lorenz Tate. Yes! How can I forget his name? <laughs> but a lot of these black movies that came out on, like... 2000s, a lot of them were very toxic. Like we were talking about before, The Best Man. Best Man. Best Man. Like, all of them just all need therapy in that movie, The Best Man. Oh, yeah. They all need therapy. Yeah, especially that. Terrence Howard's character. Like, he, like, you clearly know he has mommy and daddy issues. But I think he does. Like, they address that in the movie. He does have, like, mommy issues. But... Yeah, those movies are toxic. And this is a spoiler alert. First off, if you haven't seen Love, Jones, or Love and Basketball, what are you doing with yourself? You have have to have that on your resume. Bro, like, if when I meet people and they're like, I haven't watched movies, (laughs) I just look at you funny. I'm sorry. I don't watch movies like that. And compared to you, let's be honest. But you have to have that in your arsenal. I'm so, I look at you funny if you haven't watched The Best Man, the first or the second. If you haven't seen The Wood. If you haven't seen Love and Basketball. If you haven't seen Brown Sugar. If you haven't seen um, Save the Last Dance. Like I feel like if you haven't seen those movies and you grew up in like the 90s, um, early 2000s, then you're weird to me. That's a conversation. That's a conversation piece. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask yeah. you if you have some mommy daddy issues. Yeah. That's why you haven't seen those those movies. Those are. Those are like things that you need to have in your arsenal just for conversation wise. Facts. <laughs> Let's be honest. You like gotta you gotta have it. How? Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, spoiler alert for the two movies. If you have, like I said, if you haven't seen it, just stop watching it. So we see in Love Jones. Um, well, yeah, we'll start off with Love Jones. In Love Jones, it's basically all these two characters that meet each other and they start having sex. But there's no like ground rules. They haven't like established where we're going with this. It's just they go on, I guess, dates and then they have sex. And after she hits them with the, I'm, I'm going gonna, away. I'm going away. <laughs> And and in his mind, he, red flags just start showing up, and he knows it's for a guy. Especially flag. especially when she says she has some unfinished business. business. I'll be gone for a while. I don't know how long. Yeah, right? And her friend basically tells her, because she basically says, yo, we're just kicking it. It's nothing. And she and after, she, her friend is basically like, if you want to see if, he re, if he's really feeling you like that, tell him. If he don't say nothing, then cool, do your thing. If he says something, then you know you got him. And what does Darius Love Hall or whatever his name is in the movie do? He says nothing. He says not damn thing. So she goes, goes to her ex-man's house. They try to work things out. And of course he hasn't changed. New city, same person. And she leaves him and comes back. I don't know what she was hoping for, but and like the first, there's multiple red flags on how toxic relationship is but when she comes back what does she do she she hangs with his friend hangs with his friend and this is not like a friend that she didn't know was his friend she knew who the hell he was his boy jeez hollywood was it hollywood or that's his name in the wood no not the wood brothers oh my gosh another toxic Black movie. You mentioned that one. I no, I don't think I mentioned The Brothers. Uh, yeah, it was actually Hollywood. You're right. Oh, it is Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Every time I see Bill in a movie, I'm just like, you're just going to be yeah. trifling. <laughs> like, you're just going to be trifling. I feel like yeah. that's his character and he plays it so well. Yeah, yeah. But she comes back. Nia Long's character comes back to Chicago and starts dating his friend. And it all goes to hell when they buck up at a house party. Oh, what an argument. So they have an argument outside, blah, 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 blah. And then she, they basically get back together or whatever the hell they're doing it. What are the, whatever, whatever they were doing. I don't know what they were doing because it still hasn't been established if they're boyfriend or girlfriend or going steady or what. But they, that, that was, that was Darius. Uh, sorry to interject, mm-hmm. but that was like Darius. That moment there was like a moment where he realized mm-hmm. I actually like her. So then, or or to to actually like show it or or verbalize it, and of course in scenes later on, <laughs> at the end. <laughs> After all, like, at the end, yeah. So they kind of fast forward, but, but yeah, it was confirmation. That they he's they the fight for what he wanted. Yeah, they know. get back together, and then she starts like, I don't know what her issue is, but she starts acting up because she finds yes, she finds a number, and she doesn't trust him. She she had she feels away. Because she found a number for a girl mm. that he was seeing. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. When and then one time the girl called at like what three a.m. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Early. So then they have their big blow up conversation in the living room at her crib, and then he goes, he basically says, "Yo, if you don't trust me, then like, why are we together?" And he's like, "Yo, come pick up your stuff." He uses other words from my crib, because if you don't trust me, why do you want to be with me? So she does that. She gets a job. He writes a book. Um, she leaves. I think she goes to... I forgot where she goes. Maybe... I think it was New, New York. York. It was, yeah, they were both doing their own thing. Yeah. So he released the book that he was working on. She ends up going to New York. She ends up having um, a business trip in Chicago. And she reads a poem. And she doesn't know if he's, if he's actually there. But she reads a poem. And... Um, she reads it and she ends up leaving the club that they met at. And he was there. He was there and he sees her on he's they see each other. He's on his motorcycle. He's he says when that love Jones said, he repeats basically what his friend said. Right? <laughs> and they make out. Till this day, I don't know the end of the story. What happens? Does that mean y'all are together finally? Whatever the case is, that is where it drops off. They were together. They were together. Around the time that he gave her the key, I believe. Around that time where she was like living there or sleeping over mm. every so often. I think that's when they were legit together. 
Mm. Yeah, but as the audience, we don't actually see that conversation that... Yeah, there's no conversation. Yeah, we're boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. I don't know. I'm a tough person that I need that conversation. And you know that very well. So did you did you agree with uh, Sheila? That's the friend, right? What well, she says what? Um, if he says something. Yes! I agree with her. I agree with her because I'm just like, why am I putting out everything? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And if you are feeling me the way I think you're feeling me, then you should say something. Is, so I, I, of course she set that, up a that, she set up be, a trap. Yeah, is that because she had she had options to put it out there? Like, hey, like what if what if that wasn't the case where it led for her to actually go back to I don't even know where it was that he wanted her to go back to where the boyfriend was or the uh, ex boyfriend. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I can't remember what location. I don't remember it was either. Um, but say that, that that wasn't the case and she just had to leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't like no. But I either he catches like it's about a guy or whatever. I still agree. You tell him I'm whether it be she going for a guy or she just leaving. If he doesn't say nothing, if he doesn't say, Hey, well, you know, I'm starting to like enjoy what we're doing or whatever. If he doesn't say nothing that then girl pack your stuff. What if he was being respectful? Respectful of what he didn't say not a damn thing. He kept drinking his beer. Because he because he 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 knew of the fact that there was a you know. Like, he knew the flex. He knew the flex. Like, oh, I got unfinished Now, why are you business. getting mad for? Well, so why, why are you telling me you have unfinished business? Like, like you got to think of of his perspective. Like, okay, are you telling me this? But you're telling me this why? Did you say, did she Did she say that she likes him? And she likes when this is going kind of no, stuff? No, they never had that conversation. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, all right, you're telling me that you're going to try to see if you like this guy or not. And you're back. Maybe. I know, but that's where what do you want him to say. But that's where you say, you know what? I'm feeling you, like, or at least say, or at least have the conversation. It's like, okay, so then if you're gonna do that, like, what have we been doing here? So then I guess that both that that needed to be established. Then you're saying, kind of. I I think when you're doing a situation like them, they were like, remember she said in the car, she's like, we're just kicking it. <laughs> when she explains to her friend right, right, the first time right, they had sex, right. she's like, we're just kicking it. But I think when you are just kicking it. And it gets to more than just kicking it. There needs to be a conversation. Even if only one person is feeling like that. There needs to be a conversation. Hey, you know, this is getting out of the realm of just kicking it. Like, I'm starting to feel things. Da, 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 da. And I think both of them, they just lacked maturity in, like, actually coming together. But I think what um, what ha- what what made them lack a lot of maturi- maturity when it comes to their relationship is their past relationships. Mm-hmm. This guy was still had his ex girlfriend's picture in a frame on his desk. Well, did they did they ever touch on Felicia? Her name, yeah, I think yeah, her name was Felicia. Um, he let her go. They never they because remember on the beach when he was talking to his friend, the guy that MCs the poetry night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of talk about it, but they don't actually go into details on why him and Eddie. Eddie is that his name in the movie? Eddie. So they don't really touch. They don't really t- um, touch on why it is that him and Felicia left. It just basically talks about he said that he believed that she was the one. That was the one, right? Yeah. So he was holding on to exactly, and then, oh girl, it's still holding on to. She so, left. So no one's no one's wrong. No one's wrong, no one's but wrong. it's like and it it's just so happened bad the to get into a relationship like that whether they want to acknowledge that as a relationship they were in a form of relationship when you have so much things you, still up in the air still holding on still to holding it. on you can have stuff in the past but like you can are you holding on to it <laughs> you know you want to let go of it you want to keep hold of it because there's, you're gonna might spark it with mm-hmm. some kind of hope i don't know but then the question goes back to so we just acknowledged the fact that they were not in a relationship mm-hmm. so when she came back was she wrong to get with hollywood was she wrong because but they but were she, not together but she, she did didn't that even have sex with hollywood she just went um on a remember when he's like immortalized mash yeah when he went to go get the picture right so, was she wrong? I think a seed was planted. What she was saw, that seed? He was dating saw, someone when exactly. she went away. That's what. That's the seed. She saw that that window of opportunity that I guess she thought was the window of opportunity. That it was no longer there anymore. It's like okay, whatever. So I don't think she was pursuing Hollywood like that. It's just 
She's like, well. Yeah, like, and he drove a hearse. And he drove a hearse. And to be honest, Homeboy, it was Homeboy who really brought her to the, the party because she didn't, she didn't know. But I, I, don't know. I don't think she knew that Darius was going to be there, to be honest. Right. I think she was just like, remember, when, remember, she moved to Chicago with only that one friend, the girl, right? Mm. So Those guys, she, she didn't know nobody, right? Mm. So when she met up with him again at the poetry night when Darius wasn't there, he basically talked talked her up again. And then she thought he was just taking her to a party to just... Yeah. I get her stance, but then it's just like, well, you you knew, like, (laughs) this was this guy's boy. Like, you knew. Who cares? You just of... said that they were not together. So what does it matter? Just I you know what? On on her part, it was just it's just a matter of like discretion, I guess. It's not a right or wrong thing. I think it's just more of a matter of discretion. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know that your boy, yeah, okay, whatever, but If this is not really going anywhere, then you know what I mean. Then, then why? Or if, but I, I, don't know, honestly, I don't know if she. I don't think she was really feeling him. But the discretion part is why I put it there. You know what I mean? I think sometimes guys read too much into what women might be thinking when they do certain things. I think as a woman, I'm looking at it from her point of view. I think she was just chilling with a guy. But of course, you have that like saying that men and women can't be friends. So I think maybe that's when Hollywood kind of took it more extreme by knowing who was gonna be at that damn party and still bringing her. He knew. Yeah. He knew. Yes, yes, and that's and that's what. Yeah. So I, I'm not really blaming her because she didn't know. Yeah. He didn't even give her the opportunity to say, "Nah, I'm not about that." Right, right, right. She didn't know. She didn't know. She was innocent but then, <laughs> she but, didn't then know but then the next thing is while she was gone Darius was hooking up with whomever he was hooking up with and then you see her why are you getting mad why are you getting mad were you sitting at home waiting for her crying over her no you were doing your thing what what is your beef what's your problem and you know the reason why she felt that way? Because when she first touched down, remember, she was in the bookstore and she saw him walking by with the girl. So I think I think she probably wasn't intentionally trying to hurt him, but I think she knew that this would kind of rub him the wrong way. And it's just toxic behavior after toxic behavior after toxic behavior. Why can't you just be grown enough to have a sit-down conversation saying this and this and this and this? I get it. You're in your 20s. I mean, you could, if you're in your 20s, that's acceptable. But you're hitching on 30 and we're still doing that? I don't I don't get it. How old how old were they? The characters? I think they were in their 30s. Yeah, you could say about that. Yeah, going to poetry. Yeah, that's not like a 20s thing, especially especially in the 90s. But like, I don't know. And even like how it ended, like at least with you know, kind of jumping into Love and Basketball, we kind of see uh an ending. They get married. They have a baby. You know? We see that. But in Love Jones, they're still under the bridge. Kissing. There's no perfect story. <laughs> no perfect story. I would have preferred them not be together. <laughs> I would have preferred her walk out of that club and go back to working. What did she end up working for? Double XL? What's double XL? I prefer her just leaving Chicago and going back and he riding off his motorcycle. But what you gave me didn't do it for me. All right, so what we got here for love and basketball? We going there? No, but overall, overall, the toxic stuff started when I'm gonna pinpoint it when he asked the girl her name, and he called his poem "Nina Blues," Nina's Blues, toxic, 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 toxic. Especially since she wasn't trying to give you no play. It's it's, it's the same attitude that he that he had from his ex, right? Yeah. And then she goes, remember when he's, uh, she's like, do you have a pen? And he thought he was getting her number. And she's like, there's other things to talk about. And he's like, like what? Love. Love. 
Oh, but even though that movie is toxic, it's still a good movie. Anytime I want to get like a whole bunch of mixed feelings when I watch a movie, I know Love Jones will give it for me because you get that sex vibe, you get that happy older together vibe, then you're just heartbroken because they break up and then they get back together. You're just like, oh, I love a second chance. And then they break up again. You're just kind of like, oh, you're messing with my emotions. And then she does the poem and you're like, oh, this is how it's going to end. And then he's there waiting for her on the bike. And you're just like, oh, cute. But I'm pretty much over you guys. That sounds like a high school. Thank you. Right? That's <laughs> That is exactly that what like I'm saying. It sounds high schoolish. He meets her on a motorcycle. And we're not just talking about like 20 year olds. We're talking about big grown people. Even his friend. What's his friend? Ma'am. With the dreads. Oh man, we always his, always his girl, his wife, his name is Troy. Oh, what's his name? When that love Joan hits, yes, 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 yes. What's his name? He was on. He, you know how I knew of him, Savon. Savon, <laughs> Darius, come get your trifling friend, <laughs> Savon. Yes, him. I love him from Grey's Anatomy. And I, even though he was really trifling in that movie, I also love him in that movie. Yeah, right? Don't you say Don't you say it. I don't want to hear a word come out of right? You better zip. Yeah, when he goes there, he's like, oh. Shut it. <laughs> shut it. Just shut it. I absolutely love him in that movie. And the friend? Oh. Damn. Damn. When she goes... Hang on everywhere. Damn. She, she, that was a good uh, scene. That was a really good scene. Really good scene. Yeah. yeah. I ended up watching um, a little interview of the, from the cast and they were being interviewed. And Nina was like, like the movie was like, it was before it's time. Yes. It was before it's time. And that's why I think like a lot of people now appreciate. Exactly. Story. It came out, what, 97? And I think that movie could have been done in the 2000s when you had your brown sugar, when you had your love and basketball. Even though it's a three-year three year gap, it's still such a big, significant step when it came to black movies. And I think that movie could still ride out right now. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it's a movie that we should take love um, advice Advice? From. No. No, <laughs> Come on. Well, it's not. You're trying to take positives no. out of their lessons. Well, what's the posit- but... positive? Don't leave the number of the girl you were sleeping with just lying around. <laughs> don't, don't leave just, your ex-girlfriend. Don't just walk up to somebody's door and just says... Oh, right? Yeah, that... Mm. How'd you get my address? From the check? <laughs> Sir. Red flag! Red flag! These are the don'ts. Don't do Right? Okay, let's move on to Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball is basically a top three for me. Top three. Top three, hands down. I don't know what the first, second, or third, but it's Love and, love and Basketball is definitely there. I think that Love that and Basketball got me. That one has my heart. <laughs> yes, I get it because you're a basketball player. That's but Love and Basketball really got me. It really got me. The the pining after someone that you're not sure if they like you, that, like, I get it. I get it. And then when you finally get them, you're just, like, in awe. And then when you have your first heartbreak, you're just kind of like, what the flip? Yeah. So, wow. spoiler alert, Love and Basketball is basically about a movie, two spoiler. neighbors, boy <laughs> and girl, right? I know. Like, the movie came out in 2000. Like, really, we shouldn't be talking about spoiler alerts. Like, this movie's old. So, boy and girl live beside each other. They grew up together. Um, they dated for like two seconds when they were kids. They grew up together. One was a basketball star on the boys' team. One was a basketball star on the girls' team. Um, it kind of takes us through their what? Their last year of high school and the first year of college. college. Yeah. 
And then it takes us to when she was in the pros in Europe and he tried a ting in America. And then, so they basically get together. There's four quarters. There's four quarters. Okay. Okay, basketball star. (laughs) So it basically tells us their journey on getting together. So they finally get together um, when she finds out that she got accepted to um, USC. No. USC. USC. Yeah, Yeah, both schools. Yeah, USC. So they both get accepted to the exact same school. Um, when they find out they have sex with each other and that I guess is unspoken rule. That means since we're having sex, mean you're a boyfriend and girlfriend. No, they established it. Um, when, when did they establish it? Oh, well, when they were little kids, you want to be my girlfriend? Yes, but they broke up. So there was no establishing. I guess we got to kiss then. Yeah, right. Exactly. For how long? <laughs> five I don't know. Seconds? Five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So they get together. And then it's basically the the, 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 the yin and yang. So he's doing amazing in school and on the court. And she's sucking booty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, um, in basketball. She basically finds out she was not the first choice, but the other girl got pregnant. Um, and then one thing happens. He finds out that his dad was cheating on his mom. And that's when the scales start to break him yeah he starts to i guess because like he thought his dad was everything and um his dad also lied to his face yes saying the kid is not his and blah 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 so he ends up so the, the their breaking point as a couple was they're outside on the bleachers he tells her that what his dad did and after, then she looks at the clock and she realizes she's about to get curfew. Curfew's she's about to curfew, hit. Yeah. Um, is that a real thing, though? You have to be in your dorms by a certain time if you're a basketball player? In my time, that was not a thing. At least, you know, when you're probably on the road. Mm. They just want to put out there, you know, just be in your rooms by such and such time. But no, not, not during college like that, no. Okay, so, and because she's starting to get more play, she doesn't want to mess that up. So he basically looks at her like, trick, I'm opening up my heart, I'm crying, and you're going to leave me so you can play basketball? But she's looking at him like, bruh, you know, you know how this goes, like. So she ends up leaving, and that's, she doesn't say, she ends up leaving, and that's when all stuff hits the fan. So, of course, she starts doing better in ball, he starts going down, and they play that nice song. Oh, what's that song? I don't remember the song, but they play a nice song during that scene where you start seeing him sucking and her getting better. She's practicing, blah, blah, blah. And then um, they win. The girls win. I don't know what exactly it is that they win, whether it be a game or like a conference title or something like that, but they win. And there's a party and he is drunk. And he basically tries to um fill her up whatever whatever and she's like nah not here let's go to my dorm yeah can we oh she wanted to talk she wants to talk talk again and he's like nah i don't want to (laughs) talk like you don't see where my hands are going and after then she basically says yo i'm gonna tell my friends that i'm leaving so that's the conversation that happens and then she catches him talking to a girl and you know where that girl's from the best man and you know who that was yeah and you know who that was No, not Camille. Oh. Her. Yeah, yeah, Carrie, Carrie. 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 She is yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, best yeah, man, yeah, 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 yeah. the virgin. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, so she was, um, her real name is Monica, but she yes. was the one that she catches Omar Epps' character yeah. talking to. So after that, she goes to his house. So basically, they don't chill because he gets mad. She just, they go their separate ways. And I think a couple days later or whatever, um, she goes back to his dorm and she basically explains, oh, if she won. And he's like, oh, you the man? And she's like, no, woman. I think she says it or he says it. She's, One or two. He's like, the man again. The man again. And she's like, no, woman. And then this guy is ironing his shirt also casually. The same chick Whoa. from the party is there uh, awaiting for him to go out. And then he says, to Monica, do, do you want to come? And she's like, no. <laughs> like, that whole scene is embarrassing. I feel like the, the friends that are still in the door room, they throw their <laughs> game controller 
and they start dying. Like, that's how I feel, too. I'm just like, this is rough. <laughs> this is rough. Like, what the freak? And he still goes out with a girl. He made that awkward. That was an awkward moment. Like, awkward. Are you trying to save it by saying, oh, did you want to come? And then she goes home. She wants to talk to her dad. She doesn't end up talking to her dad. She comes back to the dorm and he's waiting outside for her. And this is their like breakup speech. And he goes, she goes, talk to your new girlfriend. I took the to Burger King. Cheap date. So they basically go back and forth. And he was basically saying, and then he says that line. This is where it happened on the bleachers. Like this stems from what happened at the bleachers. He's like, he says, if ball is all you care about, why are you boning me? Why don't you bone Dick Vitale? He pushes her because that goes back to, I needed you when I was going through something and you left me for basketball. And then she basically tells him like, is that not why we're here? Like basketball? Like, what are you talking about? And that's what he tells her. I'm entering the draft. Going to leave. He's going broke. Going to leave. And that basically is the end of their relationship. Um, Then we go into the third quarter. So yeah, there was so yeah exactly, third quarter. That that was the end of third quarter. So that was college and and um, fourth quarter. Is the like third pro. Yeah, no, the first quarter is. First quarter is when like they move or she yeah. Went into the area. Then the second quarter was high school. Third quarter, wasn't it college? College, it should be it should be like moving high school, the dance mm. all in high school. Okay, either way. Yeah. The next step was her going to pro. pro. Yeah. So they go to, so she ends up going pro in Spain. And he enters the draft and he doesn't really get much playing time. And despite his father, who used to play for the Clippers, he um, goes to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, she's overseas. Nobody's there. You could tell she's so sad. She's Spain. Yeah, she's in Spain. And then she sees, what's the girl's name? Sidra. Sidra. Yeah. And she's on the other team, which is the Italian team. And they had a little beef, beef, beef. Don't you worry about it, Monica. She just tripped because she boned it. Right? So they had a little beef in college, but now they're facing each other again. And he goes, what did she say again? This ain't college. And what did she say? There's that line that she says before they get on the court. But needless to say... Um, Spain beats Italy mm-hmm. and they go to a restaurant and um, she basically says, yo, what are these Spanish guys like? Tell me because I'm here and I want to explore. And she goes, I wouldn't know. And that's as like a viewer that hurts because it's like you are still holding a candle. Hold on to the past. To this guy who told you he don't want to be with you. He doesn't think you're going to have time enough for him when he enters the pro. So she's been still holding that candle for him because she ain't been with no one else. And then she tell, she basically asked her, you know, you ever think about going back? And she's like, going back to what? They treat us like royalties. Oh. We just won, what did she say? An, an international state title or whatever. She basically says, we're gods here as women when it comes to basketball. We are gods. What are we going back to do? And then she mentions uh, a friend that was in college with them. She's like, you know what she's doing? She's at a She's she's at a bookstore. That's where she's working. She's like, why would I leave this? But you could tell Monica wants to go home, not because of her family, not because... No, she wants to go back for her man who don't want her. But anyways, that's exactly what she does. She ends up going... She ends up going back to work in a bank. <laughs> she goes back to work in a bank, goes back to live with her parents, and... When she comes back, she hears that he is in the hospital. And I know deep down she thought that this meant something. But she gets into that hospital and she finds, um, <laughs> what's her name? Tyra Banks <laughs> in the hospital as a flight attendant because she is his fiance. What's her name? So anyway, she finds him in the hospital. She finds that he's with someone. She go home and she tells her mom. She's like, what the frig? And she's like, what do you want me to tell you? The mom's like, what do you want me to tell you? They have their little heart to... Kyra. Oh. No, it's Kira. Kira. Yeah. They have... Her and her mom have a little heart to heart about, like, why they never really got along too well. And they were both... 
basically looking at things on the other side. Her mom was basically saying, her so Monica was basically saying, You you never stuck up for yourself. You want to turn a business, you didn't do it. And she's like, you know what? That didn't mean nothing to me. Being at home with you guys, that both, meant everything. Both take jabs. Yes, they do. And the mama smacked her. <laughs> yo, the mama, mama shots in that one yo, scene. Shots. And yo. she's like, you know it never mattered. It mattered, mom. It mattered. Shots, yo. That, that you felt know. that because you know she she has trauma in that relationship too, because she always felt like her mom was never like a woman that she looked up to it. To, she wanted to be like basically and we see that in that episode where her sister is doing her hair and she she's tired the mom is tired she looks like she has a headache and then the dad comes in the day before his first um his first day at the bank he's like yo which one should i wear and she's like the blue one and then the man says can you iron both if that was you and me I say, I can get you the iron so you can iron both. I am tired. But she takes the, the the shirts and she irons it. So I think in Monica's eyes, she just she didn't look at her mom as being strong. So I think that's something that she was always like combating with her mom. And I think that I think she was also trying to make up for it. So play ball, be a little rugged, not really care, you know, situations like that. And her mom was like, no, I didn't care about any of that because I just wanted to be here for special occasions. Like she mentions the spring formal when she puts on her mom's pearls and stuff like that. And then we see after that conversation when tears are spilled and Han felt flesh. Um, I always thought she could do better. Yeah. And she's like, I was talking about you. So she has her little moment where her daughter basically says, go get your man. Mm. Go get your man. And, um, oh my God, we missed an important scene where she comes back and he finally sees her she's when she was with, um, when she was in her, her heels, her right? Heels, off. right? And he was basically talking about, why are you not playing ball anymore? Yeah. And he never tells, she doesn't tell him exactly why. She gives him a proverb, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she finally tells just, him just in the, owner, right? yeah, yeah. She finally, she finally tells him after the conversation with her mom. Yeah. She wakes him up a day before yeah. his wedding. Yeah, was yeah. it a day before yeah, or a yeah. couple days? And she felt like that was the time to tell him, I'm still in love with you. Calculated, huh? And he said, and he's like, you haven't changed. You still think the sun falls and sets on your ass. And I'm just like, yes, I agree. Who does this? Who does this? The day before a man's trying to get married, you tell him you're still in love with him. Basketball's not fun anymore because he's not there. No, that's stuff you hold to the grave, honey. You hold that to the grave. You do not mention it. You pretend like you don't feel it and you continue and you move on. They were both they were both holding on. Of course. That's why he said double or nothing. So she basically tells him, I will play for your heart. And he basically says, I'm not doing that. It's so stupid. And she goes, So you gonna so you gonna Yeah. And after he's like, Is that some reverse psychology stuff? So he ends up playing her. Um he wins. And well, as he sees her walk away, he says, double or nothing. Mm-hmm. That one right there. <laughs> Look at me cry. <laughs> that one right there, son. It made me feel some things, okay? So we all know that that clearly means he's, he's in love with her. He still wants to be with her. Um, So they hug it out, kiss it out, and then we see... So this is the fourth quarter now. She's pro. She's playing pro for the Sparks. Um, And he's in the crowd holding their child. Yes. A happily ever after story. A nice, (laughs) rounded, happily ever after story. Now, let me tell you where the friggin' red flags were. (laughs) The first red flag was, for me, the first red flag was, in the first 10 minutes of the movie. When he says, I don't want you, big head. Come on. Stay away from that person. When he, pushed he, he pushes you. Red flag. But I guess some people will look at it as, oh, it's just being kids, being kids. But another 
think another red flag was you could tell he liked her when she comes to the spring formal with the college guy and he just acted weird. I was just like, why don't you just say something? Why, why do guys have a problem with just saying something? But then these are the guys that say, oh, I don't want you chasing me, but I'm not going to say nothing. So then how do we get from point A to point B if you don't say nothing and I don't trace you? Yeah, the silence speaks volume right now. But anyways, that was a red flag to me. But the the most toxic part out of the whole movie where it starts for me sliding was when he says, do you want to come? Do I want to come where? With who? With you and this girl that you were ready to go have an affair with? And I think his issue goes back to his dad because we saw, we saw it um, tumbling. Because even like they don't even make amends. No. Him and his dad. In the movie, they don't make an, an amends at all. Like we saw that tumbling, especially when his dad like straight up lied to him. And, but come on. Come on. You didn't know he was cheating on you. But I think that's why she got the private investigator. Because she knew. She wanted to confirm it. She knew. She knew. She wanted to confirm it, man. But for me, that's the where the toxic is it is it hard starts. is it hard to avoid red flags is it when, hard is it hard to avoid red flags when you like somebody um i think it is i, I you know what i think it is sometimes you do wear the rose colored glasses when you have feelings for someone you try to overlook it but i think the older you get you can't overlook it you can't can't afford to. You can't afford to overlook those red flags. And I and I that's why I say there's a big difference between the mentality of Darius and Nina versus Monica and what's his name? Hugh. Q. Quincy Quincy. McCall. Quincy McCall, right? Like we understand that this is a young relationship, meaning like they are young. This starts in high school, going to college. I don't care how big you think you are in high school and in college, you're really not. You haven't really experienced much. And we saw that in them. They didn't really experience much for both of them. Even though Q was a, uh, like a whore man, this is the first time he's ever like really had feelings for someone and really loved them, right? And same thing with Monica. First time. So that experience is going to be different versus Darius and Nina, we both clearly see that they've been in love. They've been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. They should be more mature when it comes to that. But none of them saw the red flags. Because we, because it's a, it takes on a different skin though. Like, like there's red flags there, but then there's also like you're going through, you're growing up with this person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just moved into the area while you were his boyfriend then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're little, then you go into high school, same high school. There's so many different phases, like. You know so much more about the person. Yeah. Just, there's red flags. You know, you go oh, yeah. a little deeper. I, yeah. I get that. The high school love or whatever what was it? Puppy love. Puppy yeah, love puppy love. love. But I think there's there are some things to take away. I think, like, if we look at Monica and her mom's relationship, they were eight. I feel like there are points in this movie where once the characters were able to really talk about it, it kind of helped navigate. Because even though we don't see necessarily the aftermath of Quincy and his dad's relationship, we do see there was some form of like understanding when he was in the hospital and his dad came to visit. When he's just like, why couldn't you be the man that you wanted me, that you were telling me to be? And he's like, I just couldn't. That was a, that was a huge line. Why couldn't you be the man you kept trying to make me? And after that, you see Omar F's tears coming down. You're just like, ah. It was a strong tear. <laughs> Yo, that one was a heavy fat tear. It was a like strong tear. That was like that was so well. And I I could imagine that room when they they say cut, and you're just like, oh, you know what that I mean? Was a strong tear. That was such a good moment for them. And I think in love and basketball, you have these really good conversation moments where you're just like, okay, you know this could go the right way. You know what mm. I mean? With Love Jones, they don't really have much of those conversations where it's like, this is going in the right direction. You see the parallels though too with like both parents on, on opposite sides. So like with Monica and her mom and then with 
Q and his, and his dad, dad. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and even, even when it, with the mom on both sides and the mm-hmm. father on the other side, mm-hmm. like we already know who's like hip, cool, relatable, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that's, that's who they're closest to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you see the ones where they're not, they're yeah. not, they're just far and distant and mm-hmm. someone wants something other than what they're not getting. There's just so many, yeah. like, there's so many parallels within that movie too. Yeah. I, Love and Love and Basketball was a really good movie. I think it was well written, and I think it was one of those movies you could always go back to. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Love Jones. Like a lot of these black movies that would fall under like toxic um, relationships are still a lot of good. There's a lot of good things behind it. Like even if you touch on like the brothers. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That movie is so like from start to finish. It's just so much drama. But there are some good things you could take away from it. You know what I mean? Real. Right? Oh, man. And you know what? I was thinking about The Wood, and I'm like, I don't wood. see a lot of toxic things in that movie. I think it's like, it's kind of like your, your love The relationship, man. Movie. The relationship was toxic. Which relationship? In with the wood? Birth? In the wood. The wood. The wood. The main, the main characters. The guy and the girl? Yeah. What the was main... toxic about that? What was it? What, what was it? Uh... Why he get why he get kicked out again? What are you talking about? I, hold on, are we talking about separate movies right now? The Wood. When did he get kicked out? He didn't we get the Wood and Brothers. I'm thinking about Brothers. Oh, you're thinking about, about Brothers. brothers. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Brothers. The because the Wood is when they're getting ready for the wedding. Yes. yes. And Lisa Ray's the girl that's getting yes, is yes. B- about to be married. Looking at the cast. Yeah, the the Brothers is so toxic. I forgot about the Barbershop. That's such a good movie too. Toxic as hell. Who drank my apple juice? <laughs> yeah, but I think those two movies really like hit the mark when it comes to toxic relationships, toxic characters, just toxic. Like you said, there are th- some things that you can learn, but like a lot of it just just. All right, let me ask you a question. Does this represent? Does this represent re- like considering all these movies? Does mm. it represent? Uh, black culture or does it represent just relationships alone or is it a mixture i think it's a mixture i think in definitely um love jones did represent black culture in the late 90s especially in chicago because they were really big on poetry and stuff like that like that movie is coming a little before deaf poetry jam that movie is coming a little before like a lot of guys would like have albums with instrumental and it's just poetry you know what i'm saying like and that's something i think that we need again we need that to come back in you know i think we had that with strivers row for a little bit but that was more of an american thing i don't really remember there being that wave in my high school or anything like that but i think we'd appreciate it more as adults Whereas relationships, I think there are definitely toxic ass relationships, just like these two relationships out there, black, white, yellow, pink, blue. I think it's all out there. But I think the problem is when you're still operating on Nina and Darius's level, but you're still doing Monica and Quincy stuff. Mm. I think that's the problem. There's no reason why I should be in my late thirties and I'm still holding on to toxic people, whether it be friendships, whether it be family members, whether it be um, a romantic relationship. Like, I think in our 30s is where we need to start weeding those people out for good. Mm. Any last thoughts? Yeah, on that, just on that note, man, like, I think a lot of like, with, with regards to toxic, toxicity, toxic, being toxic, that has, that has like a, there's a background to that, man. Mm-hmm. Like, people are toxic for a reason, and sometimes they don't even know it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, when you, you're right. What you said with getting older, and I think getting becoming wiser. Mm. You can't continue to use age sometimes, but mm-hmm. yeah, getting right? exactly. getting wiser um, with decisions and things of that nature can definitely impact you and be. I don't know. It's like, how do you break out of being toxic? You really have to grow. And you have really to have grow. to know thyself. You have to, you know, have to you be have to able be to, like, yeah. there's this meme that I saw um, where she was basically saying, um, if everyone around you is saying the same thing, but you're the only one that sees something different, we have to figure out what the common denominator is. And it's you. 
You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're still on that same pattern and you're realizing you're rubbing whether it be boyfriends or family members or friends the wrong way doing the same thing, then you have to realize it's not them, it's you. Yeah. But that comes with experience. It does. And like what we clearly see in, in Love Jones, they were well experienced, but what you what you don't see in Love and Basketball is on Monica's side, lack of experience. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was ready to run back so quickly to him without actually somewhat changing. And I still don't think Monica changed. I still think she went in head first, like she always does. But I think in his mind, he's like, I'd rather still be with her and we can grow together because this is wrong as hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think in our relationship, someone has to be the mature one. And I think Quincy was the mature one in their relationship. I st- it's Jury's still out on who the hell was mature in Darius and Nina's love story. But but Q, Q was, I know you're trying to close, but Q was like more mature because he did a lot more things. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she lacked maturity yeah. because of lack of experience. Yeah. And I know like we have a lot of um, Christian viewers and friends who don't have a lot of experience. And to them, that's a good thing. But I feel like one of y'all got to be experienced to mm-hmm. figure out these things. Mm-hmm. Or, and I get it, you don't want to test the waters and what have you not, but I guess to each his own. I personally need experience from my end and from my partner's end. And I think we have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we have that. And that's why we will never have scenes like they have. Love Jones at Love and Basketball. Well, thank you guys again for being with us for another episode. I hope we have entertained you, made you laugh, uh, made you want to pop in Love Jones or Love and Basketball. Pop it in, man. Yeah, those are good movies, man. Those movies could ride no matter the situation. Go watch those movies, man. And this is not a paid. Uh, sponsorship either this is just our own thoughts and how we feel about these uh, classic movies Uh, enjoy your your morning your afternoon your night and thank you for entertaining us with your audience once more peace